Hey beautiful humans, my name is Chloe Jean and my mission is to empower you to live a happier and healthier life to have the energy and knowledge you need to achieve your dreams. Hi, welcome back on Rise and Shine. Today I'm interviewing Roshini McCartin. She's a very talented female entrepreneur in her field. She is an amazing mama, photographer, coach, and coffee and ocean addict. Roshi works with business owners who are ready to take their business from mediocre to greatness through the power of visual content. Roshi also coach and creative and support them to move out of hobby and scarcity mindset and take them right into possibility and thriving mindsets through the power of one-on-one -on -one coaching session. And she also have online program that weaves her, both her beautiful aligned expertise of the spiritual and strategy of business together. So in this conversation, we talk about how to thrive in the tough time in your life. We all experience some tough times, some tough situation in our life, and it's about how you can implement some stuff in your day-to-day -day life to thrive when you are facing this crisis in your life, and how you can turn your life around just with your mindset and the power of the mind. Enjoy. How would you like to introduce yourself? Just introduce yourself the way you want to introduce yourself. I'm Roshni McCartan and I'm a Gold Coast based photographer and I help take people's businesses, I help support business owners take their businesses from mediocre to greatness through impactful imagery. Um, I'm also a mum of a five-year-old son, a wife, a lover of life and addicted to personal development and growth. <laughs> I love the quote, um, I live by this quote, if you're not growing you're dying. Yes, Tony Robbins, <laughs> love that. Since when did you start your business? For how long have you been doing that? I've been doing my photography business for four years in April. Um, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> I, I did it part-time at the beginning because I was teaching yoga down in Sydney. And then we moved to the Gold Coast two years ago in April. And that's when I took it full-time. Cool. So when made you do like the transition between like being a yoga teacher to being full-time photographer? Well, we moved up from a big transition from Sydney, those of you overseas, from a one state in Australia to another state, um, which seems a small thing, but from Sydney to Gold Coast is quite, I'd say, same, same, but also quite extreme. When we moved to the Gold Coast, I hunted around yoga studios and I got a couple of classes and... I'm going to be very honest, I can't not be honest, the pay was so bad compared to Sydney for oh, yoga wow. teachers and I had to choose, like, do I want to be away from my family and go and do, you know, however long it would take me to get to a studio, unlock the studio, teach the class, plan the class, like all of the things and I was just like, I started to just put more value on myself and my time and so I just made a clean cut decision of like, no more yoga, it's time just to go all in on the photography business. Wow, that's super, super cool. So from like one day you decide no more and you completely changed. Yes, just oh. like that. Pretty ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> so and tell me, Jenny, how was like the beginning of it? How did you do the oh, transition? Going full time? Yeah. I, so it's quite timely because again, I moved from Sydney to Gold Coast when I made that decision. And I honestly thought transitioning from Sydney to the Gold Coast would be 
so easy um, in regards to business. So I had quite a good following down in Sydney. My yeah. name was out there down in Sydney as a photographer. Even though I was still doing it part-time, it was really growing and expanding. And I just naturally thought, maybe a little bit naive, but also like so much belief that coming to the Gold Coast, that would just be an easy transition. The Gold Coast um, clientele are very loyal and they like know and trust on the Gold Coast is big, especially in service-based business where I'm like location dependent. So I got set back like big time. And I know now that it all happened for me, but it was 2019. I know 2020 for a lot of people you're listening was a shit year. You can get through it and you will. 2019 for me, I'm like getting teary. Like thinking about it was absolutely challenging and hard and heartbreaking and setback. But I had to look at all the inner stuff that I wasn't willing or ready to look at in Sydney. Being so busy, it's almost like I didn't have time to look at it. Came to the Gold Coast, almost had like all of this space and then every single um, part of my life that wasn't in alignment had to get me put back into alignment and it was like the crumbling down to stand back up and the crumbling is uncomfortable but now I can like stand here and sit here and just, it's like I'm getting goosebumps. Like the difference is incredible. So what happened exactly like when you moved and you say like the crumbling, what, what was that? A lot of it was to look at like my money mindset and where I wasn't in integrity with that. Um, scarcity, running my business from a place of scarcity rather than possibility. Um, comparison came up being new in the industry up here, like looking at other photographers and going, well, why the hell is it happening to them? And not for me, the good old line, you know, why them, not me? And I know, you know, it's a lot of like probably women listening to this or females and it's a very common thing that we say, like, oh, they're so lucky, it just happens for them and it's not true, it's possible for everybody. And I say this like with my hand on my heart right now, like I... I know if you're in that place of like feeling stuck and uncomfortable and like you're never gonna like take the leap of faith or it's never gonna happen or you're never gonna create abundance or have the relationships like it it does happen um, you just have to keep choosing it and showing up every day so yeah we really got financially set back my husband's um, work took longer to to come through as well and we chewed through all of our savings in the first few months um, and the lifestyle that we thought we were moving up to the Gold Coast for was still there, but man, it was, it was heavy and it was intense and there was lots of tears and lots of pity parties and lots of comparison and lots of I'm not good enough and just a whole lot of healing to go through um, to, to get to where I am today. I came back to a lot of work with Joja Spencer daily. I love his meditations. And even though I was, and I still do them to this day, even though I was like, oh, future self, like so far out of what I was in the reality of, I still know that that was like a huge pivotal key to support me. Um, surrounding yourself with, you know, amazing um, like-minded humans, whether that's an online space or in real life. Um, and just knowing, I love this quote, it's a Lennon Coward song, um, there's a crack in everything and that's how the light gets through. And I came mm. back to that day and like there's cracks in the air and I'm getting teary again, that's how the light gets through. And just having all those little pillars every single day to like anchor me back into 
even though there'd be turmoil and tears and like, why the fuck? No, this is not fair. Like, poor me. I'm still coming back to those practices every single day. Like, really, like, held me through those times of, like, intensity. I love that. And I feel like you're telling my story. (laughs) (laughs) There is. Oh, my God. At the beginning of of my business, I was exactly in the same position where I felt like, oh, my God, why are all these people so successful and I'm not? And I just started like a month ago and I was like still in the mindset of like, why are they here and I'm not there yet? And this feeling of, yeah, like driving your business through scarcity instead of believing that there is abundance everywhere and there is clients everywhere you go. And it's just stepping in this trust, like trusting yourself and trusting the universe that everything happened for a reason and that no matter what, you will be led exactly on the right path that you're supposed to go to. It's so true, and it's so hard when you're in those moments, like of like, oh, and you can't, it's so foggy and it feels so like heavy. But every single like lesson you go through or every single challenge you go through, there's such a blessing on the other side of it. And there's always going to be, no matter what stage you get to in life, business, relationships, parenting, anything, there's always going to be the polarity, like yeah. always. And we have to remember that there's really like without light, there is no darkness. Without darkness, there is no light. You know, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. Like there's always a polarity to everything. And if you can anchor back into that as well, um, every single day that will help get you through those times. You know, I'm, I know a lot of people still in the UK, it's just like turmoil at the moment, mm. you know, in the world. So just reminding yourself that just those small, whatever your quotes are, or those little words of like belief that you can come back to, this too shall pass. You know, when my son was like a newborn, that was like my favorite quote, like this too shall pass. We're not going to be in the stage forever. <laughs> and now he's a beautiful five-year-old and there's a different level of challenge and a different level. There's always going to be both, right? Yeah. It's understanding, as you said, like the duality between with life. It's like, it's not just always white or always black. It's just like you're moving through this gray and just being able to go through the polarity and being able to know what you have to do when you are in the really dark place and appreciate when you are in like such joy and passion and driven you're like everything is going your way and everything is crazy and great and being able to embrace the darker side of life where we are challenged because that's when we get challenged that we're like oh time to reflect sit back and okay what's going on and then you can do the work to just unlock all the level. Mm, so true. And there's um, the, the, the loving on yourself. I hate the word work because I'm like, yeah, we're working on ourselves, but the loving on yourself never stops. So when you're in those moments, and that's what we kind of get, I think, like almost hooked into in society is like, you know, when you get this, you're going to be really happy. Or when you get that, you're going to be really happy, that, that, that trap. But the key is maintaining, like, and I'm sure you talk about this a lot with your clients too, maintaining whatever it is, your rituals, your practices, the things that support you every single day, even when you're in those moments of like, oh, my God, life is so fucking amazing right now. <laughs> you don't let 
those practices that support you through the hard times dip. But you don't just like go through the hard time and go, oh, now I'm going to meditate. Yeah. Like it's like maintenance and the loving on yourself every single day through continuously through the journey of your life. Yeah, 100%. And that's something that I realized also in 2020. I was so caught up in my business, and maybe you can relate to that at the beginning of the business. You're like, oh, I have to do this, 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 and this, and like, your to-do list is crazy. And I was so focused on just business, business, business that I completely forgot myself in my business. And I was like, and at some point, I just kind of hit the rock bottom of my own, like in my own body. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. And I woke up and I was like, I realized that I forgot to do all my ritual. Exactly what you said. Mm. And realizing that I understood like the power of it by not doing it. I understood how important it was to keep going no matter what. And to always like prioritize yourself every morning Mm. or every night, depending on how you operate. But like, Focusing on yourself first and then being able to like shine your light because you're so full already and you have like your heart is just full of love, of happiness, of greatness, that then you can shine your light to others. Instead of trying to shine your light to everyone else, like yes, for them. It's so true and um it's you know, it's 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 like maintenance in all areas of your life. In I hate the word balance, but in some kind of flow. Yeah, I love. You how, know, like quite I... often I will, you know, find out a little bit out of like out of integrity or not giving my husband the attention he needs. Like even at night, so sometimes it's so easy to get back into like, oh, I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do this, and it's like. It's really important to make sure that you're trying to find that flow in all areas of your life. And there are seasons, I do agree, like you were in the start of your business and sometimes that is what it takes. But then having that that awareness to acknowledge, well, actually, this actually supports me when I can bring in these daily rituals into my life. Um, So finding that flow within all the areas of your life. So... I pick my son up and I'm nowhere near perfect at this, but yesterday afternoon I was driving to get him. I was like, what's my intention when I pick him up from kindy? And I was like, presents. Okay, delete Instagram off the phone. Like I delete the app because it's the only way that I have so much control not to just, you know, like go in and have a little scroll and have a little look and then get distracted. So it's like I want to make sure that I'm intentional with my time and who I'm with like today like here like I'm not going to be on my phone while I'm doing a podcast interview like I'm intentionally being present here so just it's like finding that flow but really putting those intentions behind the areas of your life as well I love that I love that and as you said like you don't like the word balance and it's the same I don't I don't really enjoy the word balance because you feel like you're always out of balance because it will never be perfectly balanced okay (laughs) and it's life and I, wor- I use the word like harmony, mm. like being in harmony with whatever you want. And it's more like in the flow. Sometimes you, you're going to be more on the right. Sometimes you're going to be a bit more on the left. But it's staying in your harmony in your life instead of trying to balance everything, which is impossible. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, yeah, it's such an interesting, because the energy of the word balance seems quite nice. But when you're trying to constantly strive for balance, you are going to feel like you're polarized, right? And you're always out of it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, why can I be balanced? But it's not possible, actually. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. So t- tell me more about, so you, in regards to your business, did you have some big failure? 
or something like what which was for you a big lesson so in 2019 what i found um in my business mm -hmm. reflecting back like not when i was in this is that i was getting quite addicted to short-term success so i'll relate it into like context so i had these two clients that booked in these shoots with me and they did like a shoot together and they're quite high profile and i was so like in the pre to shooting them i was so like oh my god i can't believe i get to shoot them this is incredible these are like dream clients well this is really happening on the day i was there as president i did an amazing job and then afterwards i did all the editing i sent the photos off and then i had like basically like come down i was like oh what was that like i was so addicted to that feeling of being successful being defined successful because i had photographed them that i was forgetting about my long-term vision and my what's long-term inverted commas success to me and so i've actually like looked back at 2019 in so many ways that i did that i've been really like that high right like and which is amazing to have you should celebrate your successes and wins but i was really like oh, like this is like this is the thing that's going to bring me success and i'm like there's no long-term satisfaction with that because it's only a short-term hit a short-term high a little bit of money in the bank account and then it's like and then what mm -hmm. and that, that's funny that you said that I, i feel like i've heard about like you know astronauts who go to the space and come back and they're like now what i reached the top i've done my dream that I achieved, now what? And it's having this long-term, as you said, like long-term vision, and at the, same, at the same time being able to be so grateful for the moments and for the journey, instead of being happy when you get the goal, which, is, which was for you like being with high-profile clients. Being happy, like enjoying every steps of the way that gets you to the goal. And there's something really I, I realized also like very recently, I was like chasing success and success and success and success. And at the end I was like, oh, no matter what you achieve, if you don't enjoy the journey, 90% is wasted. Mm. If you're just going to enjoy the last 10% because you finally got it, what happened to the 90% which is your daily life? Yeah, and so many of us in business, um, we miss the point to living life. We get so caught and entangled in our business, which is incredible, but then we lose, you know, lose sight of our relationships, parenting, and it's like, well, what's the? There's, there's no point to life. So, I try and create, uh, I say inverted commas, like game rules for my business. Mm. Like I work on these days, I shoot on these days, I do editing on these days. Sunday's completely off. And for example, I did a shoot on Sunday, the week just been. And going to the shoot, I was kind of a little bit like, oh, I don't feel great because one of my set boundaries in my business is I don't work on Sundays. And so I felt my energy, I was still showed up, but there was a bit of resistance to showing up because I, I went against like, yeah. I went kind of against like what I would do to feel successful. And one of the ways I feel successful is spending a whole Sunday offline and with my family. 
Mm, love that. So basically you set up like your schedule and every week you're going to have some time where just for yourself. Like on Sunday, for example, where you're like or on your personal life. Yeah, so Sunday is like family day with yeah. my boys. Like absolutely love it. And even when I was earlier on in business just doing yoga teaching, just doing yoga, being a yoga teacher and being a mom and being a wife and all the things, very early stages of having Louie, I've never been one of those mums that feels guilt for doing what I love. So he'd be five weeks old and in his, you know, cot, having his sleep and I'd like slip down to the beach, go for a swim, come back, get a coffee and fill my cup. So I fill my cup every single day and I have a, another set rule where I, I delete Instagram off my phone overnight. I don't really addicted to Facebook, it's just there, but a, 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 Instagram is where I run a lot of my business from and absolutely love it and love showing up on there. But um, I don't show up on there before. I, there's a rule I don't show up online before if I haven't shown up for myself first or given to myself and that's every single day. So I'm up at, you know, everyone's different, but I'm a mom and my kid sleeps at about seven, thankfully. Mm. Um, so I'm up at like five, 4.35 and I have my, my rituals that I go through and what I do in my practices and then I can therefore show up more presently in all the other areas of my life, but it's a non-negotiable I love that. <laughs> I love what you just said, like about yeah, show it. I don't show up on social media if I didn't show up for myself first. This is great. Well, because otherwise we're consuming and we respond, we're reacting to other people's agendas rather than what actually is serving us. And yeah. it's business owners, especially, or you know, I think any woman really. I mean, men as well. We'll speak to the woman. We, if we're doing that, we're, we're, you know, that half cup, half full, like full cup, <laughs> that, that thing, I'm like not doing that analogy, but like you're giving from an empty cup and you can't, when you're giving from an empty cup, you run your business from scarcity, from fear, from not enough, because you haven't set yourself into a good vibrational space for the day to show up presently of what, you know, and given to your, yeah, given to yourself, dropped yourself into, like, I do a lot of Joe's it's meditation, I spoke of, like, putting myself into my future memories, like, if I'm not putting myself into that energetic space, I just, I'm giving in every area of my life from a space of being really depleted and feeling not enough. So do you have a morning routine that you do? Or not really? I do. I, it changes day to day I am obviously very big on meditation I alter a few times a week trying to put a little bit of breath work into that as well um I read a vision script so I read like it's quite a few pages but a script of my future um most mornings so I generally get out of bed wash my face um have a hot water um and lemon juice We'll meditate and then um, I'll make a coffee because that's my role too. Like I meditate and then I can have a reward. I'll have a coffee <laughs> and then I'll sit down and I'll read over my vision script. Like it's like just basically my future self, um, which anchors me into a really good space. And then I'll move my body. Sometimes I might do the movement first. It just depends what me and my husband alternate days. So if I'm going to a 5 a.m. you know yoga class or Pilates class or something like that or walk on the beach, then my meditation will come after. But I still don't turn on my social media apps until after all of that and check in. 
This is amazing. I love, I love that. And I love the fact that you're reading your script, your vision script. So good. So basically you wrote down your vision for yourself. Is that it? It's called, there's lots of different ways and I can link in the show notes to a beautiful um, girl who I didn't learn it off her I've done it for a few years um, I can link to a couple of um, amazing women um, in the show notes that have um, online trainings for divine mission statements scripting and it's it's so powerful because it mind changes all the time like I'm always like upgrading mm. and upgrading I'm upgrading it again at the moment but it's setting you into like even five to ten years from now how I'm showing up who's in my life surrounding me and it's reality of now of what you're calling in but it's also what you're stepping into your future and it's just it's so powerful it covers the areas of your life like how I show up and parent every day and it's just also a reminder every day of like oh that's how I'm going to show up mm. and so it's so powerful so much of it does come to um, fruition as well it's like it's, it's incredible like you'll go back and go oh wow and it's almost like how do I want to show up like some of you might struggle with meditation so you might have a piece in there where it's like i meditate you know i'm committed to my meditation i commit i meditate twice a day and because you've read it in your script there's something in your you work with subconscious stuff i know that's something in your subconscious that will make you want to have to show up and do that later in the day or that morning so it's almost like a, a it's a strong commitment to yourself as well of what you're stepping into mm. and who you're becoming it's very powerful but i'll share the links yeah i love that yeah it's very powerful that's cool so why would you say to someone who's maybe have an idea of a business that they would love to launch but who's maybe a bit scared of starting i <laughs> my husband's always like you are so baldy i i there's so many areas that i still have loving on myself to do but when it comes to like saying yes to something i just go for it like when i started my photography business i literally just got a download come through and said buy a camera and i was like okay buy a camera and i put myself out there as a photographer with no training no idea how to work the camera and i was out photographing and just <laughs> have faded you know really fake i don't like the term fake it till you make it because i feel like it was a calling that was so strong to do um <sighs> I'd say uh, it's so hard. I just want to say go for it and then maybe ask yourself the question of like five years from now, what would I regret? Like what regret would I have from not saying yes and just taking the leap of faith and doing it? So put yourself, like if I hadn't said four years ago by the camera, there's no way I'd be sitting here having this conversation. Yeah. Like then that would be a massive regret for me and I don't like to live with regret. Um, you're going to come up with excuses because that's what our mind does. You're going to say, I'm not good enough, I can't do it, I'm not that person, I'm not that. I positioned myself in a photography industry that's, you know, I could saturate it. And I could easily have said, no, I can't do it. Mm. Um, I just continuously keep showing up day in, day out. And just take small steps. Like your magic, fuck, your business is not going to turn over whatever amount of money or success in the first few weeks, the first few months, the first few years. Like it can. 
And then also it takes consistent work to do that every single day to maintain that and keep that. So just know that your business is the biggest personal development journey you are ever going to go on. It's a wild ride, but like ask yourself in five years time, do I still want to be sitting on the, literally, do you want to be sitting on the sidelines of your life, just watching life go you by, by, or do you want to get in the fucking like playground and play and live and be in life and show up and, and go through those hurdles, go through those challenges and come out on the other side. It's so, Oh, it's so rewarding. It's challenging. I'll keep it real, but it's so goddamn rewarding. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can relate to that, really. And thinking about the worst thing that can happen is just feeling uncomfortable and being in a place where you feel like a really uncomfortable emotion. But that's the worst that can happen. Now, life is pretty safe. It's not like when you were living in caves and you're like chased by a lion when you go out and chase your dream. Mm. Now the word that can happen is, yeah, feeling an uncomfortable emotion and that's it. And there's always, there's only one of you. So there's only one Rosh photographer. There's only yeah. one, you know, like there's only one of each person and people are going to love you and people aren't going to love you. you got to learn to be, you know, not liked. I've had friends book photo shoots with other photographers because they prefer their work or their style or their energy. And I don't take it personally. I used to take it personally. Like, oh my God, I can't believe she booked in with her. Like what a fucking bitch. That's so unfair. <laughs> like, wow. But that's because my worth was so, my self worth was so low. I was running from scarcity. And then I also just came to the realization that I am me and the more I am me, the more I magnetize and I, I'm attracting the clients that want to be working with me as well. And so now I very, like I would almost hand on my heart say, I don't actually attract in clients that I don't want to work with. Mm. I chat to people and work with people that I walk away and I'm like, Oh my God, I could be their bestie. Mm, that's cool. Like let's go get a coffee or let's like, I literally work with clients that I'm just like, Oh, yeah i love these people and i love what you said about like you know in your industry as uh, being a photographer you could be like oh but there's already so many photographers that no one is going to be like my clients or their the business is already saturated that's we heard we hear that so many times but it's actually not true like they're knowing that there is space for everyone if you're here on earth today there is space for you and there is abundance for you I feel like running your business through this side and even your personal life through this side of it, like there is enough for everyone. There is enough. And also what can you bring to the table that that person doesn't? Yeah. And it's not that you, for me, it's not like I photograph differently, but there's a space and energy that I hold when I'm like photographing my clients where I unlock potential within them that they haven't been able to see. And that's my medicine. That's my gift. That's not every other photographer. And some people it's more point and shoot and stage, which I still do a degree of. And everyone's gonna have somebody for something, but it's also like owning you, like owning who you are, owning what you do, owning your gifts, and like standing in that power with so much confidence. And that's not gonna be there, let's be super real at the beginning. It's hard to be there at the beginning because you need to grow, grow and step into that in your journey. Yeah, 100%. I love what you said. And it's 
everyone is different and you are different and every other photographer are different and it's the same for me with coaches like there's so many like mindset coaches right but I'm me my story is completely different from someone else and the thing I go through with my clients will be a completely different approach than someone else and so you will always find someone that is resonates with you yeah, exactly always we're energy, we're frequency. So I, I always used to refer it, everyone used to teach yoga, like we're like radio stations. And sometimes you put a radio station on and it's in harmony and it's just like, oh my God, I'm loving the sun. And it's so epic. Other time you put a radio station on and it's like, <laughs> and it's just so off. Like it's just such an off. Like you'll see people online that you, that frequency will not align to you that you get so like oh my god it feels like that 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 high pitched and so if we're like radio stations and frequencies you other people are going to come to your frequency and other people are going to go to other people's frequency and other time they're going to be so literally repelled and turned off by you or by somebody else and it's just it's the nature of life mm. Yeah, I love that analogy with radio <laughs> <laughs> being able to tune in in the right radio and your frequency is unique as well and you will be yeah attracting people in your life that resonate with your own frequency love that mm. um do you have like i know you already said like two but do you have a mantra you live by a mantra i live by. yeah i think one is it's like expanding into possibility every single day mm. beautiful and one other one that's come through so I always try and choose a theme or a word for the year. And at the end of last year, I had this word like spaciousness. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And it's a bit floaty and mm. it's beautiful. And I was like, oh, I align to that. And spaciousness is still there. But the other day I was doing like a, um, a hypnosis and a meditation. And I came out and I was like, choose. I was like, choice. Choice is my word this year. I, I am choosing to step more into my power. I am choosing to um, to be more visible. I am choosing to be more disciplined with my finances. I'm choosing my health. I'm choosing my state and my frequency every single day. So choice is a really powerful and big one this year. Like I get to choose. Because we always that. have the choice. And I was like, oh, that's my word. And it feels so, like, she can see me right now. I'm just like, oh, it's so <laughs> exciting. I'm like, I've got my spaciousness. I'm like, yeah, I still get to choose to feel spacious. But I was like, it didn't really, like, like I didn't feel like an activation in my body. Whereas choice, I was like, oh, my God, I've got it. Yes. When you don't think about something, it comes, right? Yeah, true. I love that. Thank you so much for coming here. Um, where can people find you on Instagram? What's your name on Instagram or your website? So I do love hanging out on Instagram. My handle is Roshi McCartan, and I'm sure you'll put it in the, yeah. the links because I won't spell it out for you. Um, I do have a website, um, Roshni M. Needs a little bit of a tidy up, I'll be honest. But yeah, Instagram's where you can find me. I'm always on there. Um, not always on there, but that's that's my main platform. And Clubhouse as well at the moment. You can come and find me on there if you want to hear some more conversations about the power of photography for your business. Um, I'll be on there at least once a week sharing some like real conversations as well where it be Q&A style. Amazing. Thank you so much. You're I'm very super, welcome. super happy. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, you can rate it with five stars or you can share it to someone who would love to know more about how to thrive in this hard time, the tough time, tough situation that we face. So if you know someone who will beneficiate to hear from that, please share it. Share it and tag me in your story, Chloe underscore coaching. And if you need more info, everything will be in the note podcast for reaching out to Roshni. Have a beautiful day and I see you next week.